Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by The CW. Watch All-American Wednesdays at 9, 8 central and Charmed Sundays at 9, 8 central or anytime on the free CW app. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And um, before we get into the episode, we want to make one quick announcement. A huge announcement. This is amazing. One of our biggest announcements. We have a Patreon now. We, we do. We, we joined the trend. We are... Bobby, what is Patreon? Patreon is a website that allows you to give money to art. Let's call ourselves art. <laughs> art projects that you like, that you would like to keep uh, receiving fun little perks from and so in the case of our patreon people can donate like one dollar a month two dollars a month five dollars a month or more uh and then in exchange you get extra stuff our podcast will remain free the two episodes will remain free but if you pay like five dollars a month you'll get a newsletter every week that gives you like oh my god the newsletter is gonna be so sick because people always want to follow along with the show they're like all i want is like to be able to just open this thing and have all the photos that you guys talk about all the images all the extra stuff extra headlines extra Mm -hmm. jokes it'll be great the newsletter will be be great and then extra content extra content there will be bonus uh bonus episodes occasionally that we have like more call-ins or games that we cut for time um stuff that we say that we probably shouldn't say on the main show will go in there (laughs) yeah it'll be like on a private rss feed so you'll feel like a vip you'll feel very exclusive Mm -hmm. but if you want to um become a patron what is it patreon.com slash who weekly i think it's as easy as that it's patreon.com slash who weekly or go to one of our social channels because we're going to promote it like mad so sorry you know, guess what? Welcome That's what we do. New world. We won't do this each time, but we will mention it. And like, you know, if you if you want to throw us a, a buck a month or something for giving you two episodes a week, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. If you want to throw us five, even cooler. But honestly, it's all cool. Even if you don't. But let's start like the show. <laughs> I just like now. Just listen. I had this idea and I don't want to forget it. How do you hear it? <laughs> I'd know that song anywhere. <laughs> I'm alone in my house. <laughs> Here we go. It comes in. It's so good. We don't have to play it. It's like Did you. you? Play it? No. Hold on, let's no, hear it. Here it is. I'm alone in my house. It's sick as that, like, we don't even have this segment anymore, and you can't I'm stop us from talking about Star is Born at the top of no, this podcast. We had that caller call in and say, you know, you got to keep it going because award season is going to come up and we're going to have to keep talking about it. Wait, again. I just got a text I got to ask you about. Someone just texted me. <laughs> How are you taking this Bieber news about the sideways burrito? What happened? What did he do? Wait, what? I have no idea. I don't know what that did is. Did he eat a burrito wrong or something? I have no idea. I just got a text from my mom that said, how about this Megyn Kelly news? It's about time. <laughs> Meanwhile, you've been Literally. up since the crack of dawn putting in the good work with the Megyn Kelly news. <laughs> Mom, trust me, I'm on it. <laughs> truly, truly love love to be forever connected to that monster's career. Short-lived morning show career. Oh, apparently Justin Bieber ate a burrito, burrito sideways. Like, that's exactly what happened. He that's ate it? A, oh, like he ate it like a, he was playing he, the harmonica? He ate it like he was playing the harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to eat it like that because isn't that how they, like, mix the things? Is they put them... Like, if you're eating it from the side, you're kind of getting only one ingredient. 
Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? That's true, but yeah, because because that because it's layered that way. God, Bieber, right, he right, really right, right. can't win. He's just. Although at this point, is he just being weird for weird's sake? Because he knows that people are gonna take photos of him and like talk about it. I don't know if he really that wants. Seems very calculated to me. I don't know. I don't know what what mental. Um, I don't know what we've Journey. done to his brain, but I don't think that he's in a place where he wants people to take photos of him at this point. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Um, now I'm thinking about the good. Did you have you watched the Good Place this season? Yes, so far? of course I yeah. have. <laughs> you love the Good Place. But when uh, Kristen Bell says that she always thought that Aristotle was pronounced like Chipotle, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good because you don't Aristotle? even have to do it. You have to like you can just it's, do it in your head. <laughs> yeah, because she doesn't say it, but then like then you start saying it because she said it. Aristotle. It's like wait, what Aristotle. would that sound like? Aristotle. <laughs> Well, it's, yeah, no, it's good. It's very good. I mean, it's funny. I mean, so, I mean, so many people can't pronounce Chipotle to begin with. Chip, Chipotle. It is crazy that they named such a huge chain Chipotle, a word that is like hard, <laughs> that is at first yeah. kind of gets you. Honestly, make a, make it hard, make it hard for people. Yeah, it's true. They, um, yeah. If they want to eat is, that food, they where, have to where, work How did we start with, I'm alone in my house. That's the wrong thing. And ended up fine. at Chipotle. <laughs> and then end up at Chipotle. I mean, I know how it happened. We don't have the time because it's. It's who's there, um, and we're so excited to be doing a who's there. Wow, Miranda sings. I'm really going all over the we're place. We're so excited. I'm so excited. Remember her? Is she okay? Yeah, she is. Really she wasn't she pregnant recently, and also got a divorce or something. She was. She, I think she was both. Yeah, yeah. she was both. She's fine. <laughs> she, she's fine. Okay, we're we have a lot of comments, so let's just like plow through them. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Long time, long time. Um, Demi Moore's other daughter's name is Tallulah. Um, good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Like one hour after we, after we recorded the episode, Lindsay just texts me, nothing else, just Tallulah Willis. <laughs> it's actually Tallulah Bell. Tallulah Bell. Tallulah Bell is her name. And okay. I'm sorry, like, we didn't forget that. We forgot that because it makes no sense in terms of the no. other names. <laughs> Also, we forgot it because she's Tallulah Bell Willis. I know. Why I don't do we care about Tallulah Bell is. Willis? I know. It's fine. Sometimes when we forget like, stuff, it means something, you know? Yeah. It's like not being able to name all of Andy McDowell's daughters. Or like, you know, or all of the Baldwin brothers, like not being not being quite sure what all the Baldwin brothers names are and what they do. Or all the Wahlbergs. I can live my life there? like that. I don't know. I don't watch the Wahlberger show or whatever. I only know Donnie and Donnie too. Never one. forget one of the saddest moments Mark, of my Donnie. summer was when we went to Coney Island um, early in the summer with some of my friends. And we wanted to get Wahlbergers. Sure. There's one right afterwards. on the water. It's closed. It was closed. And it had one of those. <laughs> we were walk- We were on the Ferris wheel thinking about like the wonder wheel thinking like, Oh, where should we go to eat? And we mentioned Wahlburgers and we were like, isn't that far? And we were on top of the wonder wheel. And I was like, no, it's right there. You can see it. There's the sign. So we got out the wonder wheel, walked to Wahlburgers fully closed. And there was one of those sort of, uh, ominous notes on the door <laughs> where like it's something like, happened. That's like, that's like, like Donnie showed you up. Could, you could tell it was written by like the person who had nothing to do with it, but like knew it was happening, like yeah. knew something was coming. Yeah. It was like, uh, I'm very sorry to tell you, like, we can't be open right now because like something happened. Did they ever reopen? Is it like still there? I don't know. I don't keep up with the Wahlburgers franchises. But I'm assuming not. It seemed it seemed bad. Also, how do you compete? How 
I'm, I mean, Nathan's, how do you compete Nathan's, with Nathan's? Nathan's is problematic now. We're, we're, we're anti-Nathan's now, unfortunately. But how do you compete with Nathan's? On Coney Island, it's nearly impossible. You know, it's true. And also, it's it's you're you're selling, like, hot dogs and burgers, too. You can't. I mean, yeah. I guess, like, Wahlburgers is burgers, and Nathan's is technically hot dogs. But, like, come on. You, you can get That's a hot rude. dog. Here we go. Here we go. Hi. Um, Billy Zane would have been carrying Frankie Grande to try to get onto that boat. He would have grabbed Frankie Grande by the hair and dragged him and said, look, I have a Frankie. Wait, what? Did, wait, what? Because I said that Billy Zane would be like, I have a child. And they would say, no, sorry, Frankie's on the boat. But oh, it's true. He would have used Frankie to get on the boat. <laughs> he would have held Frankie and said, I have a Frankie. Which is true because Billy Zane is evil. Well, also because you, you've you recreated Titanic where, where Frankie is like the person that we need to save. Like Frankie gets like VIP seats on this boat. So he would yeah. have got. And then Frankie him. like would be in. Billy's arms and he'd be like, thank you, daddy. Frankie's like yes, wearing the heart daddy. of the ocean. <laughs> this is my daddy. Hey, I oh would have, Billy Zane and Titanic. I put the diamond on Frankie. I put the Frankie on her. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but Billy, but Billy Zane and Titanic is a daddy. He's a zaddy. He's Billy's really good. A zaddy. He's good. He's one of the, he's, he's one of the, the most iconic zaddies of the nineties. Is he? Wow. You really, you just broadened that immediately. Sure. I think so. Um, Billy Zane. Next one. Short. Hey guys, first time, long time. I was just walking to work and I had a flash where I remembered my dream from last night, which was that Louise Guzman was my cashier at Whole Foods. And so I just wanted to share that with you. Uh, good form, Bellathorn. Are people going to start sharing their dreams about yeah. Louise Guzman? Is that a thing yeah, now? Yeah, I think that's, that's what we <laughs> do Have we opened now, up a, so. a portal to hell in which we have to hear other people's dreams if they involve Louise Guzman? Oh, please. We have so many portals to hell. Like, we're blinded all day. Blinded. I can't turn my face without, like, seeing lava and, like, hearing the screams of the of the sinners. You know? Wow. <laughs> dark. We opened up so many portals to hell on the show, and I'm used to it. I dark, love it. Dark, 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 dark. Wow. Cool dreams. Next, Good dream. Next call. Next call. This is short also. Hey, Bobby and Lucy. Long time, long time. I just wanted to let you guys know that Rita Ora in Russian is pronounced Rita Ora. Thanks. I knew. Good form, Bellathorn. I knew you were going to get owned by that. I knew, I knew that was coming. I we know. Were like, it's a P. It's a U. I it's know. A we no. knew that. We're just, we're silly. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, I just wanted to call you guys with a bit of insider info that may uh, vindicate Tanache's exiting of Dancing with the Stars. Um, I worked in representation, and when they would solicit for clients to be on these shows, Dancing with the Stars, um, The Apprentice, what have you, they would ask, and then if you came back with a no, they would always come back and petition you to say that if you were had a project you're working on or you had something that conflicted with the dates, you could always go on and just be the second or third one off. So that is to say, maybe Tanache's got something cooking, and uh, this was all planned. So sorry if I'm lifting the veil and uh, destroying the sanctity of Dancing with the Stars, but that's showbiz, baby. Interesting. Actually, actually, deeply interesting, and I really wanted to play this I buy because it fully. that's good. I buy it fully, although I feel like getting kicked off these shows early is not like cool. It's kind of embarrassing, so it's weird to sign up to sign up for that option and then pull the trigger on it. You know, like 
yes, maybe yeah. she found something cooler to do, but it isn't like great to get kicked off these shows early for your like ego and stuff. Yeah, but I think that there's enough going on and I don't and I don't mean this in like a serious political way but I think there's so much going on that people have already forgotten that Tanache was kicked off I'm, you know people didn't even know she was like, on think, you're, you're I, acting I, like people were. I think the early I think the announcement good press outweighs the kicked off bad press well everyone like pays attention and when they announce the cast that. and then never watches the show I mean yeah okay that's just our neck of the woods yeah, I know there true. are people who are actively watching the show a lot but it's like it doesn't create the ripple effect that it does when they announce it mm-hmm. You know, and also I wonder what she got or if this is true, what she got that was better or she just was kind of over it, you know, because I can imagine being over it. Yeah, it's it is interesting to know that there's there's something potentially in all these contracts that are like, if you don't want to do this anymore, we'll like find a way to get you off the show. I mean, of course there is. They're so desperate to get certain people. I mean, you saw the lineup this year. It was like they had to do that, I think. Um, Do we want to do Megyn Kelly? I mean, do you want to talk more about Megan Kelly is the question. You've already, oh, yeah. like, haven't you already, like, you know. Hey, so I would like to know how Bobby Finger feels about his bestie, Megan Kelly, um, saying that blackface is, like, totally chill. Um, and also I would like to know if you saw it coming and if Megan Kelly is a who or a them thing. I mean, how does it feel to be like, I know it's like you're forever connected to her. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> that's, that's like E.T. and Elliot says it all Um, on E.T. and Elliot. Who, which one is which? I guess I'm Elliot and she's E.T. I don't really know. What and you're talking she's about. <laughs> and she's now phoned home because, you know, they're connected. That's why they. Yes. Such a bond. Yes. You touched tips. We touched we touched tips. Uh, so first of all, Megan Kelly, who are them? She's a them, right? She's a them. I think so at this point. I mean, it's really been, yeah. it's been a long journey. I, you know, yeah. it's funny because I feel like if you, you could be watching, like you're obviously not watching Megan Kelly's show every day. So no. you're not like, ca- you're really not caught up on her in ter- no. unless there's like some sort of event and then you obviously like pay attention. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. hard to be, pay attention. It's very hard to be a Megan Kelly actual fan because it means you have to watch her show every day which is true torture. o'clock every day right. which is awful it's it's it has it was one of the worst kind of just morning shows i'd ever seen not that i'd seen that many of them i'm no television scholar but just like it, it always had the most clunky the clunkiest segues it had like she was right she did that sort of uh that tone that kind of affectation I don't know what what how you describe it but it's like where you you pretend to be an expert in every person so whenever you pretend to be like a huge fan and an expert on every person you always seem like a liar but it's also just and like it's like it's, and it would be very clear that she like she would have she would have an actor on on a television show and it's very clear that she's never watched a television show <laughs> but she would pretend to have watched it and like name really obvious things about it where it's like I know that you just googled this and you know like like Ellen DeGeneres hasn't watched everything that her guests have done obviously why would she but she doesn't pretend to she just like knows how to have a conversation a with people. kind of funny way to let that into your life as a t- as a tv show host like how Wendy yeah. kind of breaks the fourth wall and is like um talking to her producers who are the ones who do all the research the ones who do watch the television show and tell yeah. you like what to say and like how to react or whatever there's yeah. a fun like way to do that I also want to point out that it's not like Bobby doesn't like the show because he just doesn't agree with Megyn Kelly. It's like, it's not a good show. Like the show there are bad. shows that are, that are 
I don't agree with that are bad, but I watch them and I say, I understand why people would want to watch this show. <laughs> um, we always mention Dan, but um, Dan D'Addario called it yesterday. I think I, I want to quote him correctly, but it was like, it's the most unwell show on television. <laughs> and, it, and it really is. It, it never I mean, had it any also direction. Megan was bad at well. it. You knew this it wasn't for doing a fact. Well. Yeah, so it, it didn't. Well. So this comes off the heels of a show that is not doing well. The only reason it's still on is for the people who who created it their ego right so they created yeah. this show and they don't want to be embarrassed about they paid her they paid her 70 million dollars for right. three years right so they're like um, we're gonna get our money's it, worth if it kills us meanwhile megan kelly right. beat them to it with this entire blackface scandal which do you want to just sum up in a few and, words <laughs> yeah but like like you said it would be humiliating for them to to fire her or it would have been humiliating for them to have fired her before this mm-hmm. but to answer the caller's question do I did I expect this? Yes. Like she was a ticking time bomb. She was going to say something racist. She was going to say something offensive. She was going to say something that would draw the ire of her colleagues in a way that was completely indefensible. And like the clip of Craig Melvin and Al Roker talking about it the next day was amazing because it was like, wow, we can finally call this person out like they've probably harbored so much resentment over her for oh, so yeah, long everyone hated her it is also weird if you watch the conversation on the show it's like yeah. it's like she's playing so she, she had, thinks she's playing devil's advocate but yeah, you right. can tell you, that it's yeah. also her own so, bad opinion and she's just like not uh-huh. knowing what she's the, saying i'll play a clip of it here but basically the 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 cliff's notes version is she had two maybe three but i think two two white people on a panel and they ended up talking about blackface and they were like yeah and you can't do blackface these other white people and then megan's like oh when i was growing up blackface was okay and they were like (laughs) and then she was like and also like you know black people can lighten their skin and it was like what are you talking about shout out to the other people for holding their own (laughs) not getting dragged down with her you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on blackface on halloween or a black person who puts on white face for halloween like, I, that, okay, back when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as, like, a character. I, if somebody like, feels like something is offensive to them, then you should say it. But, you know, <laughs> you know? There, there was so, controversy on, so the, on the Real Housewives. So, yeah. There was a controversy on the Real Housewives of New York with Luann as she dresses Diana Ross. And she made her skin look darker than it really is. And people said that that was racist. And I don't know. I felt like, who doesn't love Diana Ross? She wants to look like Diana Ross for one day. I, I don't know how like that got racist on Halloween. It's not like she's it, walking around. I, I have in not seen it. But you it you have watched it. Um, and then the next day, she sent an email to all of her coworkers, like everyone at NBC, and was like, "I'm not typically a PC person, but you know, I understand that this um, is something I should be more sensitive about." Then she went on her show and had like a, two black people on her show explain to her why blackface no, is bad. No, she didn't. Someone I didn't as see this. A, yeah, which someone as like a 47-year-old woman, I feel like I've been repeating myself all morning, but someone who is as old as she is, who is as smart as she is, who has lived in this country for as long as she is, should know that blackface is always bad. I didn't know that she know did damage about control shows. Show like that. Yeah, like oh she like God. taught herself, and when she apologized, the audience gave her a standing ovation um we're like applauding her ignorance and like oh the fact that she finally learned when she was 47 whatever she's fired what sucks is that megan kelly's gonna be fine megan kelly's gonna get a book deal megan kelly has to get paid out on the remainder megan kelly's of that 70 a millionaire million she's a 70 millionaire <laughs> they have to pay according to the reports the early reports that we've seen Megan Kelly still has to be um, compensated for everything they haven't paid her yet um and i saw this daily mail got the pettiest angriest nbc executive to talk to them yeah um anonymously uh an nbc executive with knowledge of the situation tells daily mail 
quote, Megyn Kelly is done. She is not ever coming back. We are just working out timing of the announcement, but mark my words, she is gone and will never be seen on NBC Live again. The source then added, quote, here's the worst part. Her deal is a non-break deal. So she walks away with all that money. She it's knew disgusting. Going into it. I mean, it's disgusting and me, heads should roll here because of it. But heads won't roll. No, part you, of me makes, they won't. part of me is like, it's, it, part of me is like, it's really funny that she doesn't have to do her job and get $70 million. But mm-hmm. also part of me is like these execs were waiting for any excuse to fire her for her own fault. Like mm-hmm. $70 million is a drop in the bucket to them. They're not worried. That's not their budget. You know, like they're just like, how do we get this woman off TV? We don't want to make this show anymore. So it, it's like kind of a win-win, you know, like unfortunately <laughs> yeah, she doesn't lose. I mean, she's already, she's been through the ringer in terms of like she, now people are like, Megan Kelly, racist. Like what's going mm-hmm. on here? Um, mm-hmm. But honestly, like, she gets away with with murder, getting this money, and then they get to get her gone. It's kind of this weird, like, null thing, you know? I hope she learns. I mean, who even can- She's not getting a show she again. Learn. She's not going to learn. You don't learn. She's not going to learn. Um, let's, let's move on. Uh, okay. <laughs> Lindsay, I'm beside myself. What happened? Did you know... That less than 2% of pets in the United States have medical insurance. Oh, that is a no-no. you got to have insurance for your pet. Are you kidding? They'll bankrupt you, those I know. An unexpected vet bill can cost thousands. I recently had a scare. I had to take one of my cats to the vet. And I was like so nervous that something was going to go wrong because I didn't have pet insurance. And I was like, oh my God, what's wrong? It turned out he just ate a plant that he wasn't supposed to eat and he barfed it up. Literally, a cat could do anything and just die. I'm sorry. Okay, that's like, sorry, is that triggering? (laughs) Okay, yeah, don't say that. Yikes. But yeah, it's it's very scary. You're right. (laughs) Literally, a cat could do anything and just die. It's very scary. But... Fortunately, Trupanion exists. They are a medical insurance that helps protect your pet and your finances. So if your pet gets sick or injured, Trupanion can pay up to 90% of the bill, which is huge. They can even pay your vet directly so you don't have to wait for reimbursement, which is, again, a big deal. Go to Trupanion.com slash who, W-H-O, answer a few simple questions about your cat or dog, and get an instant quote. Then you pick the plan that works for your budget, and you're done. Trupanion is a trusted name for nearly half a million pets and more than 20,000 veterinarians. So when your pet is unwell, the last thing you want to think about is the cost of medical care. I know this, and I worry about the pets all the time, and it, it'll give you peace of mind. So let a Trupanion policy help you by paying up to 90% of the cost. Just go to Trupanion.com slash who, W-H-O, to learn more and get a quick quote. That's T-R-U-P-A-N-I-O-N dot com slash who, Trupanion.com slash who. They're underwritten by the American Pet Insurance Company, Terms and Conditions Supply. See website for details. Hi, uh, Minka Kelly has is uh, promoting Muconex on Twitter. Um, the ad reads, anyone else try to conquer the day even when you're sick? Um, hands up emoji. If you feel like hiding behind a secret sick identity, reach for Mucinex, cold and flu all in one instead, blah, 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 who cares? But, um, I'm just wondering, wondering if there's anything about her specifically that attracted Mucinex to her and wondering, like, you know, what the appeal was and also just, like... I don't know. Has she been up to anything that I need to know about? All right. Thanks, guys. Inform. 
I love this ad. I think it is so perfect. She posted on Instagram and then she posted on Twitter. <laughs> the least amount of work. The it's least literally just her, a pretty picture of her in a car. There's no like contextual <laughs> clues as to being sick. Like she's not putting in any of the work, any of the acting work that she, you know, has has done for her career. And it just says, it's like, you know, hey, when you're cold, <laughs> when you have a cold, do Mucinex, hashtag uses directed. The acting work. She's not doing any of the acting work. And I can tell you how these ad companies it's, find these people is they look at a price list and they say, who can we get? <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely the type of selfie that you take in the back of a cab and then caption on Instagram stories feeling cute. I mean, like, literally, that's her agent probably was like, hey, Minka, I'm just checking in on that Mucinex <laughs> ad. Um, I know you're on the way to your next thing or whatever, um, but can you just like take a quick snap of yourself? I'm going to post it today. And she was like, mm-hmm. OK, took a so, selfie, did like sent it right there, posted to the oh my God. Internet. So and, and then used and used absolutely used the suggested copy because nothing nothing has changed here. Not, there's no editorializing here and the copy I mean, that she posted. hashtag use as directed. Am I right? Like hashtag <laughs> use as directed. <laughs> okay, listen, but to answer the, the caller's question, which is, is there something about Mika Kelly that drew Mucinex to them? According to the press release, yes. Oh, no. So it says, is she famous for having um, colds? I don't, like, what would it equity be? Lead, <laughs> equity lead for Mucinex, Brian Dolan, said, when you're sick and feeling miserable, it's really best to stay home and recover. But we all know that life goes on, and many people refuse to take sick lying down. Mucinex cold and flu all in one can be a secret weapon for those moments. And then, new paragraph, gearing up for her TV for her debut as a TV hero, actor Minka Kelly knows this scenario all too well. Being sick is the scenario, I think. Wait, a TV hero? Is she doing? Is she superheroing? What is she doing? Oh, you Googles. Uh, (laughs) Is she Wonder Woman on like a cartoon or something? Oh, I don't know. Is she the voice as Dove? Oh, she's on the she's on the new CW show Titans. Oh, Alexa, stop. She's on the she's new named CW Dub. show, Titans, The Titans. Titans. Titans, yeah. So that's what she's doing. Um, Google's does half the work. Okay, so... Okay, so they had this wait, concept... Wait, keep going. They oh, had wait, this wait, concept wait. in their mind where they oh, were God, like... Oh, God, still playing. Okay, I just... I <laughs> finally just figured it out. They had but this concept says, in their mind where they wanted somebody playing a superhero because they have that word hashtag hero. So they went through all the people playing yeah. superheroes. Nobody was available slash in their budget. They got to make a Kelly. Oh, great, perfect. We can afford her. And She done. was. She was. But listen, Kelly has partnered with Musinex to join the battle against sick. I hate that. Um, showing others how Mucinex cold and flu can fight symptoms so they don't have to hide under the guise of their secret sick identities. And Mika says, my work and travel schedule means I'm more likely to get sick at a time when I can't let a cold or flu get in my way. When you get sick, it's never just one thing. Okay, I can't. But it helps you get back to being your superhero self. (laughs) Also, you can't do this before the show premieres. We don't know that she's a superhero yet. Also, put a picture of her in a fucking superhero outfit. Give me a little more help here. I shouldn't have to Google to figure out why Minka Kelly is selling me Mucinex. Also, isn't Mucinex I should the... have to call 619 <laughs> who them to find out why Minka Kelly is selling me Mucinex. Isn't Mucinex the company that has the like cute germ, the gross germ yeah, that's like, like, I'm the germ or no, whatever. not germ, it's mucus. Yeah, fucking, that guy was great. I remember that. That's a great ad. Minka Kelly I has nothing. I see the mucus man. I, mean, I see the mucus man and I'm like, this is Mucinex and I got, I got phlegm in my chest. Oh my god. I see Minka Kelly and I think, oh, what's she doing? If I'm Minka Kelly and Mucinex is paying me money, I'm like, get me in an ad with that mucus guy. Like, I want, I want to go one-on-one with him. You know, get me a green screen. Oh, is this Friday Night Lights? (laughs) I can't get over how much she looks like everyone else. Clear eyes, full lungs, (laughs) full of, you get it? Lindsay, that's too clever. Clear eyes, full lungs, can't lose. (gasps) When I guess the first, when when I guess the 
first oh, God. person Dang. in the list of people also search for in Google? Who? Oh, you want to guess? guess? I'm guessing. People also search for blank. Um, It's the woman who played Jessica Biel or something. Oh, no. Leighton Meester. But oh, because they look alike. Because they look the same. They were they were they were in the roommate. The, remember the roommate? Yeah. The great. Movie. Did we see the roommate together? Probably. We saw we saw it on an iPad on someone's roof. <laughs> Wow, that's can you get more 2011? We also saw Titanic um, 2 that way. Not good movie. Titanic 2, I remember Titanic 2. Yeah, we um, went through a period. We're still going through it. <laughs> uh, guess how many times Titanic 3D was mentioned at my wedding by Lindsay who performed the uh, ceremony. I mentioned it once. You mentioned it in your in your own vows or Bob or Josh did. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. So it was mentioned uh, at least never two if not three times. Yeah. I think three times. Okay, so next call. Now we know why Mika Kelly is the new face of uh, Phlegm. She's the new Phlegm. <laughs> Minka is the new mucus. You got to oh, cut God. in clips of the mucus guy. He's, yeah, he's like, he's like oh, I'm over here just trying to get a deal. <laughs> but like, he's in your lungs too. Why is he like a, why is he like a good fellow's mucus? God, he's such a good because character. Because mucus is gross. <laughs> It really is. It's one of the best. It's one of the best. Um, I know. Advertising icons of this century. I would. I know. Say. Alongside Mika Kelly. <coughs> when mucus makes you cough, <laughs> it can be a long night. I love coming to the coffee cabana. Let's dance. Oh, they're playing our song. Hackers delight. <coughs> Maximum strength Mucinex DM breaks up mucus and quiets coughing. Songs <coughs> over. And only maximum strength Mucinex DM gets rid of mucus and quiets coughing for 12 hours. 12 hours? Mucinex in, mucus out. Just this Mucinex thing is bigger than we ever realized. Well, first Not of to all, go back I'm to like, Mickey Bobby, Mucinex, what's but we the Mucinex? Well, I was like, Bobby, what's the Mucinex man's name? What's his? And Bobby like Googles, it's Mr. Mucinex. And then I like Google Mr. Mucinex and I'm looking at photos of the Mucinex man. And then I see an article that literally threw me on my ass, which was IndieWire <laughs> writing about how, let me just read the headline to you. And you'll, when you hear this headline, you'll know where we are in culture. I mean, this was a truly, TJ Miller replaced as Mucinex spokesman coinciding with coinciding with sexual assault allegations. So basically, Mucinex had to replace TJ Miller with Jason Matsukas as the iconic booger Mr. Mucus. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, part of this, I, I have mixed feelings over this, not because I don't think that TJ Miller is an asshole. TJ Miller seems like a, an actual, like a terrible person. But yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it seems like this is penance, where it's like the only role you get is to be the booger. But I know that that's bad because national TV ads are very lucrative. Are you so kidding? We don't want People him to would be love to be the booger. I'd love to be a booger on TV. Yeah. Are you so kidding? So he shouldn't like, be the booger. Is there needs to, is but there a Mrs. A Mucinex out there? Wink, wink. Like, if I don't. If there were a character that most resembled TJ Miller, it would be the booger. It's so. true. It's true. But they replaced him with Jason Mantzoukas. Yeah, it's great. And also the way this article talks about it is great. Miller has voiced the green snot ball since 2014. <laughs> <laughs> also, not to be like whatever, but I'm sure M- Mucinex was like, oh my God, people are going to think that Mr. Mucinex is a creep too. And it's going to, and it was like, yeah, I mean, people would think that. Like, look yeah. at him. He's, he is, he's, he has damaged goods. Get him out of there. I mean, I wouldn't, come, I wouldn't come near Mr. Mucinex. He seems like no. a shady character. No, I, I just feel like I do buy a lot of Mucinex. So now I feel comfortable knowing that they got rid of uh, TJ Miller and I can buy Mucinex in peace. But also, <laughs> who couldn't do a Mucinex voice? 
Like they could have they could have hired Kaylee Cuoco and she would be like, oh, oh hey, oh, I'm, st- I'm well, stuck in your brought, She would have brought depth to the character, <laughs> you know, some backstory. Mr. Musnex, where is he from? What's his story? What's his deal? Divorce? He's from Kids? Tallahassee. <laughs> Kaylee Cuoco shows up on day one with a big notebook. She's like, here we go. Can I just get some of this information? Any, what, is there any disease in the family? Trauma? She rides up on horseback. Did they come over on Ellis Island? Where is he from? Oh my God. God. He has a wife, right? I don't know. Who's Mrs. Mucinex? There is a Mrs. Mucinex, right? Now I cannot think about, I cannot think about wives in general. Wives, just wives. The concept of being a wife without thinking of Glenn Close. Wait, I'm sorry. The ad wife. week. Wait, ad week 2005, this article, the headline is, say hello to Mrs. Mucus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hello. He's married and he's heterosexual. Um, great. Incredible. Uh, Mrs. Musics. Uh only shown to the, uh, let's see, wait, hold on. A new ad, quote, Married to Mucus, breaks today featuring the bouncy bride who, quote, is as large and green and irritating as her new husband. <laughs> <laughs> who plays her? God. Does, she, has a, does she have a famous voice? Never. No, I don't think, it doesn't say, but Mickey, not Megan Kelly, 2005. God, you know what they need to do? They need to make a Mr. Mucus, like, a AR face mask thing God, for think Instagram. Think of the... Think of the um the what is it called the fan fiction about Mr. and Mrs. Mucinex out there. I won't even get into it, but think I don't about want to read that. it. I'm sure it is disgusting. <laughs> I'm sure it is repulsive. I mean, I don't know, Miss, Mr. Mucus. Like, just think about that. Okay, we got to move on. <laughs> we got to move on to the opposite of Mr. Mucus. Who's the opposite of Mr. Mucus? The opposite of something terrible that we hate. Oh, Kathy Najimy. <laughs> Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Uh, first time, long time. Um, in the spirit of Halloween, I was thinking while watching the 25th anniversary Hocus Pocus celebration that was on Freeform. Uh, yeah, Freeform. That was that, that was a hot mess. Um, is Kathy and Jimmy a who or a them? Uh, I think Sarah, I mean, rank all the Hocus Pocus witches, but... Um, I just, to me, Kathy Najimy should be a them, but is she a them? I was just thinking about that during the special. Uh, good form, Bella Thorne. There are two thems in the Hocus Pocus cast um, in terms of the witches, and there's one who, and that who, I hate to say it, is Kathy Najimy, although we we love her. We love her. I mean, I just, she's a character actress, Kathy yeah, Najimy. Right, right. Like, meaning she's, like, beloved when you know her, but, like, a lot of people would not be able to, like, place her, let's just say. She's Ooh, played a whole lot witch. of iconic characters, witch, right? You know? Yeah. She has. She's been in a lot of things. I mean, can you name some off the top of your head? Yeah. Sister Act. Mm. Uh, oh, Sister yeah. Act 2. Oh, yeah. I would say she's most famous for Sister Act. She's most also most famous for being the voice of Peggy Hill on King of the Hill. Yeah, but no one would, but like you no, don't but that's know that. Another reason why you she's a know that she's what's his name's she's Mike's wife on Veep, which has been a, a really funny role for her. Mm-hmm. She was on um, mm-hmm. I don't know the, the biggest things to me were uh, Sister Act, The King of the Hill, Hocus Pocus. What else has she been in? Oh, she was in. <laughs> you know, she was. She was in. Um, oh God, I what? can't. I can't think of it. 
she was uh she was in that what that movie I love Soap Dish. She's in Soap Dish as like a stylist, and she's in like four scenes. That's it. She's very. Funny. She's also just like funny as like a person's name to say, <laughs> like mm-hmm. to bring up in a conversation. Like yeah. Kathy and Jamie, like what's she up to? But a lot. Did you see this this um Hocus Pocus reunion? Did you watch it? You didn't. No. You were still away. It was weird. I like saw part of it. It was it was kind of what smart. is it? I didn't know about it. Like Freeform did like a reunion because it's been twenty years, and they did this really smart thing where they did it as a concert, but like they had talking head kind of documentaries that would air in between the like performances which were like half spooky performances and half hocus pocus performances so like Mm -hmm. dove cameron did like i put a spell on you with like two other girls oh jordan sparks and um (laughs) sophia carson who's i still don't know who that is so they did i put a spell on you it was like a tribute to the original and then they had some of the original cast because as you know like none of them are the, the three Aside from Thora Birch, kind of, but like not even. It's like Thora Birch, that girl, and that guy. The Vanessa three Shaw. They were there. They were there, but then of course, like you know, mm. Bet and Kathy and Sarah weren't there, but they had oh, them yeah. as talking heads in the documentary. So it was like cool because they kept cutting back to that, mm-hmm. but it wasn't pressure for those. It wasn't so glaring that they weren't there because right. clearly, like Sarah Jessica Parker wasn't. Yeah, there was nothing for them to do aside from just be there. So yeah. it was cool. I mean, I would love to see. God, I would love to see Bette Midler perform I Put a Spell on You live again. But like <laughs> she clearly was like not going to be doing that. Yeah. It was um, cute. Let's so yeah, Bette Midler's a them, obviously. Sarah Jessica Parker a them, obviously. Kathy and Jamie. Yeah. Who was her favorite? Other... Oh, you knew who was there at the re- reunion that was really charming? Doug Jones. <laughs> Doug Jones. Oh, oh, the guy who played Billy. Yeah. He, and that was his he, first he shape of water, right? Yeah. So he was the more inspiring one because that was his first role. Like oh, I didn't know as that. Billy, and so he, when he gave, when he was talking about getting the role, he was like, "This like changed my life because then I've done like all these crazy things. Like you don't know who I am, but like I've done all these things." That's great. He's like he's the shape of water. Yeah, he's the shape of water fish. Wow, good for him. I, yeah, I forgot was, that that yeah. was Billy. Billy Butcherson, anyways. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> that's so nice. Was the cat there? Jinx. Yeah, they like Binks. photoshopped the cat in or whatever. Jinx. Oh, Zachary Binks was there, and the two Thack- bullies no, were there. Zachary. Zachary. <laughs> Uh, who cares? <laughs> I love Tokus Pocus. Me too. I still love it. It's still a great movie. It's... And you know who who directed it? Kenny Ortiz. Kenny who Ortega. Did all the High School Musical the movies. High, yeah. Yeah. Disney Disney fame. Hocus uh, Hocus Pocus is um, one of the few movies. Okay, Potus, get down. Stop it. <laughs> He's hungry. Stop it. You heard his name. Um, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus is one of the few movies of that era. Um, and I would say, speaking of 25th anniversaries, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire is one of them. But movies uh, that I loved as a kid that uh-huh. hold up as an adult. And, yes. And a lot, of, a lot of them just don't work. And they're really hard to watch as an adult. And Hocus Pocus isn't, isn't great. But it's, it's short. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It's funny enough. And it's just like, it's it's wild to see these three. Like, it's the gayest thing in the world that these three women were cast as the lead role for a family, a Disney family movie. But there they are. It's Well, it's it was amazing. great because, I mean, okay, now we're just talking about Hocus Pocus. But what's interesting was they, they when they cut to these documentaries, there was one where Kenny Ortega was talking about how Disney came to him or whatever. And they were like, we want to make a Halloween movie that's not scary. Like, a Halloween mm-hmm. movie that's, like, just scary enough. A Halloween movie mm-hmm. a Halloween movie for families to watch. For families. And right, he right, right. literally did that. Like, they literally wrote the perfect movie that's a little spooky, not too scary, but like that you could air on basic cable. It yeah. it didn't have any sexual content you could really. Watch children. Right. Like Yeah, because even yeah. And it's funny watching it as an adult recently. I haven't watched it in a couple years actually. Uh, yeah. I should I should be watched, but 
watching it as an adult, I was like, oh, it's she is right like now. these women are like they're vicious, but you right, don't really concept. get that as a kid. You don't <laughs> no, really get that, how how terrifying right. and how powerful Bette Midler's character is in this movie, but she's like horrifying. Well, it's like you as an as a kid, you grasp a certain part and as an adult, you grasp yeah. another. You're like, wow, like a dark like it's very dark that the witches are like killing children. Right. Yeah. It's also really funny that they're like trying to keep their youth like that's a good theme for like yeah. a movie like this. And as a kid, you're kind of just like, oh, like three scary witches. But again, witches that are not that scary. Yeah. They're, also, this is the know. this this movie taught me what a virgin is. Really? A very early memory. <laughs> not even that early. God, how old was I? I don't even want to say how old I was. <laughs> I asked what a virgin was to people in a classroom. Because of Hocus Pocus? Because of Hocus Pocus. And (laughs) a teacher overheard me asking that question and (gasps) said it was someone who's never been on a date. (laughs) Just... Just let that let that sink in. Wow, Texas. Wow, Texas really... (laughs) Someone who's never been on... Texas really fucked you up good, didn't it? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I don't understand why. And I was like, very confused. Like, I'm just. (laughs) Texas. Texas. God, I'm so glad we got here. Growing up in a place where, like, no adult can answer any sort of question about sex, but also answers them in ways that are just, like, wrong and confuse you is, like, a real. Yeah. It's a real interest. It's a real I mean, specific teach- way of growing up. What's a teacher supposed to do in that situation, though? I mean, she just gave you wrong information. That's bad. But, like, imagine having to answer that question in and a see, class full of, I like, don't even know how old I was when I figured out what a virgin actually was. Years because later. for a long time, that's what I thought it was. Years later. Years. Oh, certainly years. <laughs> oh, Thanks to God. Hocus Pocus for not actually defining that word they throw mm. around so much in the movie. <laughs> You know, um, but anyway, thanks Disney. <laughs> no, really, thank you Disney. I love Hocus Pocus. Let's let's move on to the next question. So, who is Jocelyn Chu, and is Cassie done? Cassie was the original Tanache. If you forget, <laughs> don't forget it. Oh my god! Oh my god! She was because we were she trying to make was. Cassie happen for mm-hmm. years. Me and you mm-hmm. is the two step of the early aughts. Yeah, but but Tanache but Too Cassie long. had what Cassie had what Tanache never had, which is like a super 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 famous boyfriend. Well, Cassie know? like became Cassie had two want sorry. Cassie had um me and you mm-hmm. and a few other and people and that was a big hit and people mm-hmm. loved it and then she kind of became like Diddy's girl and that yeah, overshadowed I don't know, but I can name everything song. else. Is that it? There is other stuff and where people are going to be like, how did you forget? Blah, blah. But it's like, let's think about the broader Cassie career. And mm-hmm. like, that was the big one. Just as when people look back at Tinashe, they'll remember Two On, which I called Two Step, as her <laughs> main song, even though mm-hmm. there have been other Tinashe songs, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. But she was kind of the original, you know, she's an amazing dancer. She's an amazing performer. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then her and Diddy started dating and it's been like that's it's enveloped her whole career in life is right. is her relationship with is her. that drama because it's been on and off for so long and that's what's funny about every headline covering this split has been like this is it's it's for real this time it's for real this it's time it's been 11 years how do we that know that it's for real him? this time that's another thing where it's like this has been happening so long like i, I mean i don't know how we, we know, know that it's real this time why is everyone why did everyone get the same memo and why are they all going with it 
We definitely don't know if it's for real. They've broken up and gone back together before. Mm -hmm. I have a sense that there's some sort of arrangement. Like, I don't know that for a fact, but like, if I had to think about like Diddy, like, you know, maybe there's some sort of, do you know what I mean? Like, maybe it's not as, it's not as cut, cut clear as we think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Okay, let's stop talking about Cassie. And let's move on to the new girl because we know even less about her, so we can speculate even more. Yeah, how do we not? How do we not talk about the new girl yet? Jocelyn so, Chu, Disney's new girlfriend. Which, by the way, there are no photos of them together yet. We no. don't have any actual physical <laughs> proof or evidence, but they were quote unquote spotted by people in Miami together. Again, means nothing, right? Mm-hmm. It means um, absolutely nothing. I will say there was a Hollywood Life article in which a source exclusively told Hollywood Life that Jocelyn is, quote, completely unfazed by Cassie (laughs) and actually thinks it's kind of funny if she's, in fact, throwing shade with her cryptic Instagram messages. Oh, Cassie posted an Instagram that was like, fuck you or something. Mm -hmm. Something Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just said, fuck these hoes. Do you trust um, Hollywood Life? No, um, never. But it says, quote, Jocelyn is a very confident woman and does not get jealous easy, blah, 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 blah. So Jocelyn, true, true, there's nothing really to her in terms of like she's a model. Like she's like a very beautiful model. I think she's Canadian. (laughs) I love when a source is just like a faucet that won't turn off where it's like, source, source we've heard enough. Because the source is like, Jocelyn is really independent and is just as happy being single and hanging out with friends as she is being in a relationship. It's like, get like, why won't this faucet turn off? So although she's having a blast with Diddy, Jocelyn's not insecure one bit with him because she can take or leave the it's relationship like at any time. It's like when you don't it's actually like have anything to say. I'm drowning in this source's garbage. Um, right. But Lindsay found the best thing about Jocelyn Chu, which is tweets that she started sending out after the news went public that she's dating P. Diddy. Excuse me, Diddy. Um, <laughs> how and dare you? How dare, how dare I? But she doesn't. In the truly, like, iconic, like, perfect way of a who addressing a subject without addressing the subject, she says, she addresses subject without ever saying the word Diddy or Cassie on her Twitter. But Tweet she's, one. it's great. I mean, she's literally doing the, like, the signs that your mom buys and hangs up over the <laughs> stove or whatever. These <laughs> yes. are all those. <laughs> yes. Tweet one. Actions speak louder than words, Okay. Tweet two, people like to make the same mistakes over and over again, and then they are and then they aren't happy. Self-sabotage is real. Don't play yourself. Then fail forward. Learn from every mistake you make. And then Lindsay, you read this one. And then this one is from actually months before. So these were from October 22nd, which is recent. So like she's maybe addressing something, or maybe she's just like literally looking up like Mark Twain quotes or something. I don't know what she's doing. But, Mark Twain. <laughs> you know, it's always the quotes Self-sabotage always. Self-sabotage is Twain. real. Don't play yourself, Mark Twain. <laughs> well, every you know every quote is attributed to Mark Twain. <laughs> Or like anonymous. Right. Okay, but this is this is where this is. I decided I liked her. Like I didn't have an opinion on her. I was like, she's fine. She's a model. And then I got, I found this one tweet from July twenty fifth, two thousand eighteen. Oh, that's like only this year. And it just says, "I love being smart and funny." <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, oh she's a legend, God. and I love her. She's that's an amazing tweet. You know who? You know who's whose tone that is. Lacey. Lacey. <laughs> it's okay, Lacey. I know, but like, no, one's gonna Lacey. Get, no one's going to no. cut that out. Lacey, shout out to Big Bud Press and its oh, founder, it Lacey like McGalla. Like, I love being smart and funny. <laughs> Did you see the Lacey Instagram words. from earlier this week that was like, it was just her smiling, like a close up of her, of her smiling. And it's like, I truly do not care if you don't like me. I don't care. Like, I will not listen to it. I love myself. Bye or something. Um, do you remember so Papa's good. here? <laughs> 
Papa's in the house. <laughs> Papa's in God, the house. Lacey. Lacey, we love you. Papa's in the oh house. Oh my God. Lacey, I love being smart Lacey's iconic um, Instagram series, or was it was it, it Vine? Was Vine? It was Vine where she where she got Papa John's and would just say <laughs> Papa's in the house. <laughs> okay, you need to cut all this. It makes no sense. Like it's so it's so stupid. no. I'm keeping it. I love it. No, because um, no one's gonna know we're talking I'm about. I'm keeping it. So we are done for today. Um, once again. Join join one of the tiers on Patreon. It's be a Patreon, be a patron. Oh God, it's so annoying that Patreon and patron are so close. And I, know, I know, that's but the just joke. Like, but ugh. we'll add, you know we won't beat it over your head, but we will add it into our like you know follow we'll us on in. you know we'll pepper it in. Like follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, check out the Facebook group, uh, rate reviews on Apple Podcasts, rate, and then you and know, maybe support Patreon. the Patreon. Yeah. Support the Patreon. That's the verb. That's the verb. Uh, support, support the Patreon. The Patreon. Support, support the pod the on patreon.com slash whoweekly. Yeah. And you'll get a lot of fun stuff. And this is only the beginning of that. So um, we're yeah. excited to share more because we have we're, a ton. Yeah, we're so excited. We're so excited. And we will see you on Tuesday. Oh, and have if, a great... Wait, what? Wait, huh? wait. And if you're <gasps> in New York City and you're free oh, on yes. Halloween... Um, come over to our fave spot, Mimi's Diner, and we're having a party. Have on fun. Washington Avenue. It starts at 7 on Halloween night, Wednesday. We're going to be hosting it, which, you know, we're not going to be doing that much because it's really just a party. It's just a party. Yeah, it's just come a party. Come by, say come hi, wear up. a costume. We'll be, it'll be great. Have some great drinks and snacks at Mimi's Best Place in the World. Um, we'll see you on Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Yo, 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 they want to know. I shouldn't have to Google to figure out why Minka Kelly is selling me Mucinex. Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by The CW. Watch All American Wednesdays at 9, 8 central and Charmed Sundays at 9, 8 central or anytime on the free CW app.